Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world of food. First, did you hear you can now get pineapple Pepsi at Little Caesars? I'd be willing to try it as long as there's no pineapple on my pizza. Uh Second, if you love plant-based food, good news. Ikea's vegan hot dog is getting a makeover. It has a plant-based casing so that when you take a bite, it feels more like the real thing. Yes, the company famous for Swedish meatballs has a commitment to becoming more plant-based. And finally, in the world of food, do you love getting freebies on your birthday? Some sad news for you. Companies like Dunkin' are getting rid of freebies on your birthday and giving you reward points instead. Why, you ask? Well, it's gotten too expensive to give away all that free food. So I have a tip for you. Next time you're at a barbecue or something, you're just trying to enjoy your your fresh-off-the-grill hamburger, and someone goes, I only eat plant-based. You can say back to them, this is plant-based too. It was made in a plant. (laughs) Meat processing. There you go. It's plant-based. Okay, you know how screen time affects your kids, right? You've seen it over the years. Right. Well, it's affecting another species too. I can't wait to tell you about this next. So I don't know about you, but um, screen time, it, it affects me. My mom noticed it when I was a little kid and I would watch Saturday morning cartoons and She felt like I was kind of crabby when the cartoons had to be turned off and it was time to do the chores. So screen time. Parents know it affects their kids. You've seen it over the years, over the centuries and decades, but well, not centuries, decades. (laughs) Well, I keep making history mistakes on the show. I I um, wonder, hey, Griff, Google that for us. when, When was the first screen? Like when people, when was it? So screen time is not just affecting humans and human children. They're affecting another species. And the Toronto Zoo is saying, visitors, please stop showing our gorillas screen time. Stop <laughs> showing them videos. And get this. This shows you how bad screen time is for any species. They have uh, signs up that say, please do not use your phone to show photos or videos to the gorillas because <laughs> some of the content may be upsetting and affecting their relationships and behavior within their family. <laughs> so if you ever need evidence that we all need to limit screens in our lives, just look at the right, primates. Right. You show the gorilla. Not good. You show the gorilla like, hey, look, here's the giraffes. And then the gorillas, Mrs. Gorilla. Did you see how nice their area is? Why can't we have an area oh, like that? I thought you were going to go. She saw Mrs. Giraffe and went, oh, look at how thin her neck is. <laughs> <laughs> I want a thin neck like that. <laughs> I would like long legs like that. Come on. So now all of a sudden these gorillas at the Toronto Zoo are not satisfied with who they are in Christ keep up and how God the, made them to be. Not keep up with the Joan, keep up with the giraffes. So back up, back off with the screen time. I could see where it would be tempting. You'd want to see how a gorilla would react, but they're right. like, please stop. Right. The gorilla, you take a selfie with the gorilla. Hey, don't post that. I don't look good there. <laughs> So I was talking yesterday to my daughter and her boyfriend about what my mom's car was like when I was a kid and trying to keep it cool because she had no AC. Yeah. And this time of the year, it was brutal. We're going to talk about that next. The two hottest surfaces known to man, a sandy beach, direct sunlight on like a 95 degree day. And you've got to walk like 50 Mm. yards in bare feet. That's hot. Yeah. And then the other hottest surface known to man, 
It's my mom's car seats in her 1972-ish Pontiac Le Mans. They were, I don't even think they were leather. I think they were vinyl. And she had no AC in her car. Man, your bare skin, your bare legs would hit those seats in the summertime. Be like, whoa, cheap mama. Ah, ha, ha. Oh, it was bad. My mom's car had no air conditioning in it. Were you tempted to keep towels on the seats? Well, no, we never, wish we would have thought of that. We, yeah. we had lots of little tricks that we did do, though. One was uh, when you pulled into, like, I don't know, the grocery store or something, you'd have to put the seats forward. Like, they would lean forward. You could lean them forward. So we'd lean the seats forward. That's a good idea. And, and crack the windows. You'd always have a crack in the window. Like, a couple, couldn't have it too far down because someone could reach in and unlock the door. Um, but did crack the window. And that was my mom's try to keep the car cool in the middle of summer tricks. But that was it. Yeah. The towel on the seats or towel on the steering wheel. Why we didn't think of that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe she just didn't want a bunch of towels in her car. I wanted to look pretty. Yeah, I guess. But oh, man, I can remember driving in that car and you would just uh, you'd come up to a red light. No, because <laughs> you wanted the breeze. Right? Right. You wanted the windows down. So how did your daughter and her boyfriend react when you were like, oh, they were You're stunned. not the only ones who've never had air conditioning. They were stunned. They were. Well, they've always had air conditioning. I thought you said theirs was broken. No. Oh, OK. No. You made that up. I thought this is how it all came You totally up. made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. So Sorry. anyhow, what I'm wondering, because I, I think you, you got to share in a minute about you and Glenn. You, got, you guys had a car with no AC, right? You sure did. All right. So let's yeah. talk about what it's like to have a car in the summertime. And you guys were in South Florida? Uh, for Well, for part of it. For part of it with no AC. Wow. What was it like driving around with no AC? Whew, it was hot. I'll tell you that. So we're talking about it was like uh, having no air conditioning in a car. It just brought back a memory for me, too. Uh, when my mom and I moved in with my Uncle Max into his home that he had built for himself, he had no air conditioning. Ooh. I had a fan. Man, Try I sleep in imagine. a humid, hot Baltimore summer My mom, with just a room fan. My oh. mom just told me a story over the weekend about... As a little girl, they drove across the United States from New Jersey to California, and they had no AC in the car. <laughs> Gives how many more miles all new meaning, doesn't yeah, it? sure does. How many more miles till we get to the to the Howard Johnson so we can sleep in air conditioning? Oh. So you guys had a car with no air conditioning in it, and you were in South Florida for a while with it? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, when Glenn Sounds and I um, met, he had um, saved up and bought himself... Uh, when he was in high school, a base model Civic hatchback, okay. which had zero air conditioning. And <laughs> because I had only ridden in clunker station wagons my whole life with the paint separating on the hood, I thought his little red Honda was a sports car. <laughs> <laughs> little red Honda. I had no idea. And so then my parents, we, he, they were, their goal was to treat all five girls exactly the same. So I knew when I graduated from college, they would spend a grand total of $1,000 buying me whatever clunker vehicle they could find. No kidding. My sister had this like old, like falling apart Cadillac. <laughs> I mean, it was just, it was a gas guzzling monstrosity. And so I went to my parents and I said, instead of you buying me a clunker, could I just please have the $1,000? And we used the money to put air conditioning in the Honda and we shared one car. We had to get by with sharing. That was tricky sharing a car, but we did it for, I think, two years. And, and because Glenn was a, a 
at the time a future financial planner, mm-hmm. you guys upgraded that car where I would have gone, let's trade in the car and use the thousand dollars. We can get something cool. <laughs> <laughs> Totally would have done that. But no, he picked me up in Florida and drove me back to Wheaton College. With no air conditioning. And we stopped in Hilton Head to meet his parents where they were living at the time. Mm -hmm. And I looked disgust. I was so sweaty and so (laughs) gross because this was, you know, before we got married and asked Uh, for the thousand. So he had that car while we were dating for about two years with no AC. Should have said to your potential in-laws, the good news is I usually look a lot better. <laughs> the bad second news part, is this is my personality. You should have said, second, second good news, he's seen me like this and he's still apparently in. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so do you ever describe yourself as like, man, can't take you, can't take me anywhere? I haven't, but my mom did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I should not be allowed in public. And uh, just a minute ago, this really just happened. Kevin and I were doing some recording for the show. And like, so the mics are quote live and I, I feel something fall and I'm like, uh Oh, what was that? Mm -hmm. My earring just fall out. How did that happen? But I held it together. acted like nothing was going on. And as soon as we hit stop on the recording, I looked down and what did I see? One of my hot roller clips. (laughs) Oh, if I had a nickel for every time that happened to me. (laughs) It rode with me all the way to work, all the way into work, all the way into the studio. Somehow it and through me brushing out my hair and spraying it with hairspray, it hung on for that whole ride. (laughs) What the heck? All right. Imagine you were in a different setting. Imagine you and Glenn are leaving for a vacation. You're going through security at the airport. And you keep beeping. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I don't understand. I have no keys, no coins. It's something in your head, (laughs) ma'am. Do you know this is the second time this has happened to me in less than 30 days? No kidding. Remember I told the story on the radio Mm -hmm. and I was over at my friend Heidi Rue's house. Yeah, it was in there. They had us over for dinner and I'm like, we ate the whole meal. I'm helping clear the table. We're standing in our kitchen talking, and all of a sudden we hear this clank on the floor. And I look down, and it's one of these things. Taylor's gonna what wind is up, my deal? Taylor's going to wind up on that Facebook page, People of Walmart, <laughs> where they take pictures of people in weird clothes at Walmart, and you're going to have all those things in your hair. You'll be like, this lady left her hot roller clips in her hair. You know how hard it is to get a book published, right? Well, coming up, the guy who became a best selling author overnight. Hey, this is your guaranteed to put you in a good mood story of the day. Good news! You know how hard it is to write a successful book, right? Well, this Army veteran husband and dad of two named Sean Warner wrote a book about a teenage girl trying to solve a mystery. And he was sitting at a grocery store. He had the little table, you know, the tablecloth and Mm -hmm. little books up on display and piles of books and a pen in case anyone wanted his autograph. And he was looking a little deflated while he was sitting there. And so this TikToker walked up to him and showed him some kindness. I do uh, a little bit of TikTok and whatnot, so I think I'm going to go ahead and get a second one. I'm going to gift it on there and see if we can get you a little bit of love on there. Okay. And at that point, uh, this guy, this author, Sean, had only sold a handful of copies Mm -hmm. and only had two Amazon reviews. But the TikToker's video blew up. And by the next morning, Sean woke up 
And he was a number one bestseller on Amazon. <laughs> How cool is that? Isn't that so amazing? That is great. All because of this kid's, this TikToker's kindness. That is really cool. There's been something that's been uh, an issue in my life. It's been bugging me. And I kept thinking, I just got to YouTube it. I got to YouTube that. And I did. And it totally worked. It makes you feel like huh. there's nothing you can't do because you can just YouTube it. <laughs> I'll tell you what I did. But we want to know, what did you YouTube and accomplish? So I'm telling you, YouTube will make you feel invincible. There's nothing you can't look up how to do. And so uh, there's something that's been really bugging me. And I finally decided I'm just going to YouTube it. And here's what it is. Okay. Two, I just buy like cheapy jewelry, but my two cute little necklaces, uh, one of them was a gift. One was from Etsy. were all completely tangled up. Because, you know, I wear them to work and then I take them off and throw them on my cup holder while I go trail running and then they get all tangled and I, they were unwearable. I could not untangle these things. So I YouTubed it and I got out toothpicks and a plate and I dipped the toothpicks in oil. I used avocado oil Okay. and I just used it as my surgical tools and they came undone. No kidding. I had tried for hours with my fingernails <laughs> and my hands and could not get it. But oil, di- a ki- toothpicks dipped in oil, voila, you can wear your, I'm wearing one right now. No kidding. And I Look haven't been you. able to wear it for weeks. Which, by the way, it's one up. of those laws of nature that a chain sitting by itself will tangle I know. itself. What is up with that? I don't know. My wife found, she found something on YouTube the other day, or it might have been Instagram or something, but it was a video. And it was about dropping eggs. Like if you drop an egg from any height, it'll you won't get any shells. And then if you do get shells, just put water on your you fingertips. You mean a boiled egg? No, no, no. Like a, a raw egg. You drop it and it'll it'll crack with no shells getting in there. But for some reason you do get a shell, put a little bit of water in your fingertip, put that in the, the yolk or whatever, and the shell comes right out. Uh, I'm still fascinated by the whole dropping thing. Yeah, she did it to me. I was like, what are you doing? And she dropped. She went, see, I was like, so we had to watch a video to learn that if you drop an egg, it'll break. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, no, no, no. It doesn't just break. It breaks perfectly. I was like, okay. All right. Well, the more you know. (laughs) How about you? What have you learned from YouTube that you made you made you feel like there's nothing I can't do? We're talking about YouTube and and watching videos to learn stuff. You know what it's helped me with a lot, Taylor? What? Uh, Guitar, because I've uh, started taking guitar lessons again a few years ago. So that, that helps a ton. What about you, Sarah? What did you learn on YouTube? Well, actually, my girlfriends and I were kind of a little bit new to boating. This is the second season out, and we normally do just tie ups or take the boat into shore. So we wanted to anchor the boat the other day. And it wasn't working. And the one girlfriend just kept tossing the anchor out, and it just wasn't dragging. And so I said, wait a minute, let's look that up. And so I did, and it just basically said people are under the false assumption you're supposed to toss the anchor out when you're actually supposed to drop it straight down. And so we did, and it it stuck. Wow, look at you. Ships a boy. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, that movie, What About Bob? I'm sailing. I'm sailing. Right. Exactly. We're like, we don't have any of the guys on the boat. Wait a minute. Why isn't this working? I'm like, you guys, they can figure this out. <laughs> My That's... kids are in their 30s, and for the longest time, they always say to me, Mom, just Google it. I'm like, I wonder how you just know. Like, Mom, Google it. Right. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for calling, Sarah. We sure appreciate you hanging out with us. Oh, thank you. Love you guys. Oh, thanks. (laughs) Love you right back. Hey, do you go the extra mile when it comes to your pets? 
More than one in 10 pet owners put sunscreen on their dogs and cats. Do you guys do that? You've got five dogs. You put sunscreen on them? We do not. (laughs) They say during the summer, especially, uh, pet parents are vigilant and find themselves on high alert for fleas and ticks, burnt paws, and heat stroke. Those are the three things that pet you mm-hmm. know owners worry about in the summertime we have friends that have put sunscreen on their on their dogs really yeah i can't I, imagine it would be hard with the fur yeah. yeah with the fur and everything else so but yeah, yeah unless it was it. a spray on maybe yeah they do it think about this for a minute do you have any friends in your life that uh cause you to spend way too much money oh yeah we're gonna talk about that Big next time. Hey, do you have any friends who tempt you to spend way too much money? Fortune magazine (laughs) just did a big story on a new trend where where people are dumping their wealthier friends because Mm. they're too expensive to hang out with. (laughs) I can't afford you. (laughs) Over a third of people in a recent survey said they have at least one friend who makes them spend more than they can afford. Mm. Over 80% of those people said they had to use credit cards or gone into debt trying to keep up. Now, what are they overspending on? Restaurant meals, drinks, vacations, and elaborate celebrations for things like birthdays. Hmm. Uh, Clothes and spa treatments are two of the big ones. Um, Most Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. So sometimes they feel like it's just easier to to avoid that person rather than explain the problem or say, hey, can we tone it down? Can we just go do something together for fun without spending money? I need to downgrade my friends. You're a little too fancy for me. I love you. I can't afford you. We should talk about that. Give us a call. Do you have that friend or are you that friend? Maybe you are that friend. So we're talking about friends that uh, just because you're friends with them, you wind up spending more money. I can go first here. We've got some friends that that cause us to spend more money. Love them to death. Have a great time with them. But man, they're expensive. <laughs> we'll talk about it next. So uh, we're chatting about uh, friends that cost us money. Friends that we have that just being their friend. You wind up spending more money. And we have some dear friends, uh, Eden Carlton. Uh, they're the ones that got us into the Greyhounds. That's how we met them. We were out one night at an event. <laughs> I what? wonder how much money they've cost you. Oh, that's what I'm five saying. Dogs. Well, no, that's just the tip of the iceberg. We met them. We were out at an event. And wow. I, I had always wanted a Greyhound. Like, I just love the breed. I love the idea of taking one of these dogs after they're discarded at a racetrack and giving them a loving home. I just love the whole idea yeah. of it. And now all five of our dogs are a direct result of Eden Carlton. Yeah. They were all funneled through them. We call her the dog pusher. And she really is. Once she sees you're interested, game over. You will have a greyhound. So uh, anyhow, but they've become dear friends of ours way beyond dogs. And um, they moved away at Christmas time. Being friends with them uh, elevated our eating out game. They really enjoyed eating out at fancy restaurants. And we went one time and we were like, oh my gosh, that was over the top. It was so good. And my wife was like, what was the bill? I was like, you don't want to know. You don't want to know. And and it wasn't even your anniversary. And they're really good, by the way, right when the waiter comes going, these are separate checks. Like take that uneasiness completely out of it. Separate checks. Which is great. I love that about them. They taught us that. I say it all the time now when we go out to eat. I'm like, these are separate checks, please. And it, it takes all that out. But anyhow... They would go to restaurants that were places that we'd passed in our past and go, who eats there? It got to the point where we'd have to be like, 
I don't think we can afford to go out with them this weekend. Seriously. <laughs> it was our entertainment. That's what we would do. Like we weren't going to games. We weren't doing when when COVID came, all of a sudden we we're like, wow, <laughs> we have a savings account again because we weren't going out to eat with Eden Carlton. But anyhow, they did they elevated our eating out game and it cost a lot more money than uh let me put it this way. They were, you know, that song fancy like Applebee's. They're a little fancier than Applebee's when it comes to eating out. Dear, kind, nice people give you the shirt off their back. Mm -hmm. But that is something that they really, really enjoyed. And uh, yeah. So how about you? What friend do you have where you're like, I think I need to avoid them for like a month because I just can't afford it. Or maybe (laughs) I have two words for you. Destination wedding. Maybe Ooh. that's costing you. You're a bridesmaid Ooh. and you've got to pay for your dress and Hello. the trip and the gifts and everything. We'd love to hear from you. Hey, Ivy, it's Kevin and Taylor. So do you have uh, one of those friends where you're like, oh, man, every time I'm around him or her, I spend way too much money? Yes, I do. It's my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kids are a money hole, aren't they? Oh, my gosh. I told her that her TikTok trends are outliving my budget. It's not going to happen anymore. (laughs) My wife does the same thing with her daughter, April. April is her little Barbie doll. She's like, April can wear anything. Anything at all looks good on her. So she'll buy her all these clothes. It's like she's dressing a baby doll. It's ridiculous. I'm literally like, no, we cannot do that. That's not happening in this budget. TikTok is going to break me. We're not doing it. I know so many moms that like they the only reason they go get Manny Petties is because it's their time with their daughter. Mm. But then it ends up cha ching, cha ching. <laughs> well, thanks well, so much for calling, okay. Ivy. We're you so glad like you shared mom. with us. Hey, do you think you could be this quick thinking in an emergency? This 19 year old near LA named Caleb was driving home from watching fireworks on the fourth of July, and he looks over and he's like, Somebody's garage is on fire. So he pulls over, runs into their house, makes sure that everybody got out. The couple who live there got their dog out and nobody got hurt. In the moment, I felt like I was like, I had adrenaline, but I was calm at the same time. He was calm and assertive. I didn't know him, but I was going to follow him. <laughs> I love her. I'm like, you tell me to get out of the house. There's a fire. I'll get out of the house. <laughs> Caleb even helped them move their cars so they didn't go up in flames. And then he grabbed a hose and started spraying the garage. So the flames wouldn't spread to the house. Wow. He's a hero. What a kid. 19. Man, I want to live in his neighborhood. (laughs) Just just in case. (laughs) Seriously. Coming up, a big heads up when it comes to your kids' health, especially during the summer months. Hey, got a big heads up for you, mom and dad, when it comes to your kids' health, especially during the summer months. 30 years ago, if you heard someone had kidney stones, it was almost always a middle-aged man. Well, now doctors are seeing the extremely painful condition in kids and teens, Hmm. especially teenage girls. No kidding. Experts say it's three key factors causing it. Number one, kids grow up taking more antibiotics, which increases your risk for kidney stones. Number two, kids can easily get dehydrated when it's hot and humid. And finally, high amounts of sodium from potato chips, sandwich meats, sports drinks, Hmm. and packaged meals can force extra minerals into the urine that can clump into kidney stones. And it's especially likely if a child doesn't drink enough water or drinks too many sweetened beverages high in fructose corn syrup. So those are some things you might want to watch for. So, I mean, because I've heard it described, it's like having labor. And I know a woman, a young woman who had kidney stones and she's 
popped out three kids, and she says the kidney stones were worse. No. They're that painful. Really? Yeah. Huh. Man, I've dodged that bullet. Knock on Formica. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go get a drink of water right <laughs> now. Too. I'm experiencing something new. Maybe you guys is like, oh, Taylor, you've never done that. But this is feels so new to me. And it's a fancy schmancy event. And I'm having a really hard time figuring out what in the world I'm going to wear. I'll tell you what's going on in a minute. I don't know if you've ever been in this situation, but I have a little bit of a dilemma of what to wear to an event. So here's the scoop. Uh, I think I shared on the show that my niece and her fiance are getting married on September 10th. And at first, the invitation, which I found out was just like a website that was in flux. It was being tested. And I'm the one that got in there and it said it's uh, the attire is resort formal. Okay. So I started Googling what that means and everything. And my sister and I went shopping and we found a couple of dresses for her. We didn't find anything for me. A couple of options she was going to try and then take take back what she couldn't wear. Okay. Um, it has switched to formal black tie optional and my niece, which makes me feel so special. I feel so loved by this. Uh, my sister reached out to her and said, hey, help us like decide what to wear. What What is formal exactly? How formal? What does that look like for a woman's dress? And this is what made me feel like, put me in coach. She wants us to blend with the color scheme so that we look like part of the family in the photos. And I was mm. like, really? Okay. <laughs> and she sent us her like inspo board and the colors and everything. Well, a friend of mine came up with an idea. She goes, why don't you do that thing, that rent the runway thing? Then you like, you don't have to worry. You don't spend a bunch of money. Just ship it back when the wedding's over. So I start looking into it. I've never downloaded the app before. See if your nerves could take this. Mine cannot. Uh, She was like, just order two, two sizes and wear the size that fits. You only get to rent it for four days. So you have to hope when that dress arrives in the mail right before the wedding, mm-hmm. that it's going to fit and look good on you. And I'm like, nope. My I clicked away from that. I'm like, my nerves can't take that. There's no way. It's way too hard for me to find dresses is that fit. Is it that fit. much of a savings? They're renting it? Is- I didn't even get that far, honestly. Mm. I As soon as I saw, because I got to get it, try it on, get it from here to Jupiter, Florida, where the wedding mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. and then try to get it back to the company in time. There's no way. That's what I'm saying. Is There's the, no way. Is the is the cost savings worth that pressure? I would not. For me, I just couldn't even take, I, I don't care if it's only $10. <laughs> I can't take the pressure of not knowing what the dress is going to look like on me until like hours before the wedding. Mm-hmm. There's just no way. <laughs> so I don't know how they stay in business because- I guess there's way more women out there who are like, oh, yeah, I know that'll look great on me. But me, I never can tell until I put it on. And some stuff I think that's going to look awful works and stuff that that I think, oh, yeah, that's going to look great. It looks it looks terrible Hmm. on me. So, yeah. So back to the drawing board. Okay, so I have a a question about your uh, your dilemma here with where you want to we're considering renting some formal wear. Well, first of all, guys have been doing this for years, right? Oh yeah, renting with, a tux. With weddings mm-hmm. and proms for the tux. No guys had uh, had formal wear, which is kind of unfair. Guys would get to rent their tuxedo, but women had to buy the shoes, the dress, mm-hmm. all the jewelry to go along with it. You guys have way more of a financial commitment than the guys did to like yeah. say, yes, I'll be in your wedding. Oh, but yeah. anyhow, um, are you at all with this whole idea of renting clothing? 
are you at all freaked out by that? Like some like their bowling shoes, like, ooh, somebody else wore these before me. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't even get that. Like I said, I didn't get that far because I completely nixed the idea. But you do want it to smell fresh and clean and not have a scent of like someone got pretty nervous and sweaty in that or dress. A, or a, they spilled a drink on it. Yeah. And is that a stain mark down there that they couldn't quite get out? Yeah. yeah and now, def- this, I'm, now I'm stuck with this? Yeah. I mean, you're talking to the girl that wore her sister's wedding dress in her wedding. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I've you knew worn what you, but plenty you, of used you knew clothes. What you, were, you knew what you were getting, though. You yeah, know what you were getting. You I knew did. what kind of condition it was in. It's not like you yeah. got it in the mail and right. were like, oh, well. Yeah. This is what I got to go with. And then we've got the whole issue of what Glenn's going to wear because she said, um, you know, for my husband, Glenn, and my brother-in-law, Ted, they do not have to wear tuxes. They can wear black suits. Mm -hmm. And Glenn does not own a black suit. So he's like, that's what he was really cool about. I was a little nervous, like, oh, what's it going to be like? And he goes, it's okay. I I really could use a new suit. We'll we'll start looking for some sales. And then I started trying to, I think it'd be cool if he would rent a tux. He I should, think that'd be fun. He should go full on like ruffles. Go full on the seventies ruffles, a big bow tie. That would be awesome. The thing that is so fun about all this is how different two sisters can be uh-huh. because her baby sister just got married April 15th and it was like cat. It was in their backyard and like we wore like dresses, but it was a way casual. more casual wedding under yeah. a tent, you know, and then this one is formal. What would you do if you came home with a tux and it, was, it looked like you were going to the prom in 1978? Uh, I would flip out. Would you be happy and proud or would you be like, honey, you got to get something else? I'd for the sake of my niece and how classy she wants this wedding to be, I would say you got to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> my style will not be reined in. I'm sorry. <laughs>